0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 101. I'm Rando. Hi, I'm Corey. And yes, you heard right. Corey is back. Welcome back, Corey. I'm feeling much better. Yeah. You, man, it's been a while since you've been here. We've had, uh, well, Christmas, uh, and then you had Christmas stuff, and then yeah. we took a week off, and then last week you had terrible body rot and couldn't talk, so.
1: Yeah, the whole family was just not well and they haven't been well for a while but now we're on the mend right everybody's on the I mend i think we are i i i <laughs> haven't felt this good in
0: months awesome Awesome. Yeah, what he's asking is our special guest we have with us. We have a returning guest, Shara Taylor, Corey's wife. Welcome back to the podcast.
2: Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, so, yeah Corey was looking over at Shara. I was like, are we are Everybody he's asking well? asking me
2: questions, and I'm like, I'm not here yet. <laughs> <I haven't laughs> but you can in- talk. I haven't been introduced. Yeah, but <laughs> you,
0: you can talk, though. I was like, <laughs> This is a very professional podcast, don't you know? <laughs> So, anyway, Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, What did you all do? Did you go to Miami? Did you stay home? Did you do nothing? For New Year, we...
2: New Year, we stayed home. I had to work.
0: Didn't do much. Of course you had to work. I
2: worked a double New Year's Eve. Are you kidding me? So, we celebrated Monday night. Oh, okay. Like, we had friends over and and had all the New Year's food and pretended it was New Year's on Monday That's the New Year's Eve
0: of Eve, basically. (laughs) Right.
2: And then he came and saw me um, New Year's Eve. That was our big thing was uh, I was going to be gone, and we had not been apart on a New Year's Eve for a good 25 years. Oh. Like, we had always been together. He'd always been able to kiss me at midnight. <laughs> so he came to work so he could see me.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm looking over here for my any any drops that I have. I don't have. Also i say, oh. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, because uh, me and, and Karen, we would spend, you know, of course, every New Year's. Eve together until I really started getting going working in Branson. And now Branson has these New Year's Eve shows. So now basically, I mean, but then that's where FaceTime come in. So it was really cool that I could actually FaceTime her. It's like, okay, we're, you know, Happy New Year. I'll be home in five minutes. Because generally with the band, you, you do your show. And then they have activities and, and dancing and stuff after the show. So what happens is we play up till midnight. So at midnight, then you sing Auld Lang Syne until You're 12.01. Done. And then 12.02, the band's in the car going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are out of here. So, Corey, did, you, did Yakov do
2: uh, New Year's did one there, because I remember going.
1: Yakov didn't do one, but one of his shows, the, the Moscow Circus, did do one. Uh, it was the only one I ever did. And... uh We had uh, all kinds of celebration and had had it catered,
0: you know, with food. Oh, the big, yeah, I bet. So They had
2: balloons and confetti drop at midnight. Yeah, Oh, yeah.
0: Got to have the balloons, man. We had three kids
2: then, but I remember we went. Yeah,
1: I remember that. Long time ago. Okay, so
2: how I celebrated New Year's growing up my entire life was we had friends over. It was my mom's cousins, actually, and they had kids my age. And we would sit around and eat junk food and play board games.
0: There you go. All night
2: long until midnight. And then we would go outside, shoot off fireworks, call it a night. No kidding. Wow. And we did that the first few years of our marriage. We got together with other couples and played games. But I don't know what we've done the last few years. Nothing. I've been working. Well, getting old.
0: That's gonna say, yeah. The older you get, it's like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's kind of like me and Karen, like with with birthdays. It's like you know, happy birthday. Yeah, I didn't get you anything. We're usually you know? <laughs> so tired
2: from traveling back and forth from the holidays because we spend true. all of our time in Oklahoma and going back and forth between work and. And then Oklahoma your schedule, and, and then
0: Corey. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And we
2: had two emergencies this year. Uh, what day after Christmas? We ended up in the ER with our oldest with an allergic reaction. Oh man! And then just last week we got a call late at night. My mom was having a heart attack, so we made <sighs> another flying trip back to Joplin. And
0: it's a good thing gas is cheap, right? Cheaper, cheaper, oh, yeah.
2: and wow. and we're not super far from family. Like we can get there in a couple hours easily.
0: See, that's good because I, you know, I lived in St. Louis for for nine years, and it was. Basically, three hours you know if if it's at night and people aren't looking, I can make it a little over two uh two hours and fifteen, but you know, sending so my parents they were you know getting older and stuff. I just like living in Branson because I can get from my house to my mom's house now in about fifty minutes, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
2: well, it's funny, my sister's the one that called me and told me, and she was already in her car and on the way, she lives in Oklahoma City
0: oh okay, and
2: I had actually worked the night before and I had just woke up and so I was like, I needed to shower. I'm like, I cannot jump in the car without showering. I'd been up all night. <laughs> so, I mean, I literally jumped in and did like a five second rinse off. Right. But it's like, I showered, talked to my sister, talked to my dad on the phone, trying to get updated what's going on. Um, Found out they were going to be transferring her to Joplin and got dressed, threw a bag together, got the kids settled and then jumped in the car. And we still beat my sister by good 45 minutes to an hour.
0: Oh, okay. Well, to Joplin, is only like, what? It's like an hour 40? and a half. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not that far. Like I said,
2: we were probably pushing it.
0: But Oklahoma City is...
2: From her, what, three and a half? That's three and a half, I at guess. At least, depending on traffic. Three
1: hours to Miami from Oklahoma City. That's so. true. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah.
0: she stuff. Well, that would make sense, but... Uh,
2: and then she didn't end up even coming to the hospital. She just went ahead and stayed in Miami mm-hmm. because it was after midnight, and Mom was... Settled for the night. Just so.
0: glad it wasn't one of our storm nights. Oh gosh. That would have been that would have been crazy. I'm but is she fun. okay? Your mom okay? Yes. Good. Yes. Good, good, good. Everything was good. You know, and that's what I've heard too. It's like if you're having you know, a heart attack, get help quick and they can probably uh, subvert any you know damage or whatever always, if you haven't got it. Always, always, so stroke or stroke you know, share Sheriff's a nurse, so I have to have to plug that and uh, yeah, you know, if you're if you're feeling the symptoms of stroke Get to, you know, call 911 immediately. Stroke don't, don't especially. Wait. That
2: one is you need to take note of the time of when your symptoms started because there are certain medications we can give you that are in a time frame. And if we're beyond that time frame or if we don't know, then we can't risk it. Yeah, because so. I've, kno-
0: I've known people that have lived very close to a hospital that showed symptoms, got right to the hospital, mm-hmm. and they made full recovery. Yep. Full. So there you go. Oh, oh, wait! This is a weather podcast, isn't it? Well,
2: hey, hey, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> no, well, I am just so glad to have you guys back on the podcast. But uh got foggy this morning. It was way foggy this morning.
2: Very on the way home from work, we couldn't even see our turn. Now,
0: wh- when did you get off work? You got like six, six or six thirty? Okay, so you were right, right at s- before sunrise, I guess. And yeah, Andrew. but I was
1: out again at ten thirty or eleven, and oh, could- really? Couldn't see. I was headed over in uh the Branson West area from Branson and two forty eight on into the high road was absolutely pea soup. Oh my gosh!
2: Now when I took wow. Julie to school at eight thirty, it was not bad. And I here, here
0: in Branson, because you went to Branson West, so yeah, right. in
2: Branson it was not bad at all. At eight thirty, it was fine. It was clear.
0: Because yeah. I got, I usually get up around nine. I, I mean, I, I set my alarm. I know I'm uh, January. I'm off, but. I just feel like if I sleep past nine thirty, that my day is gone. So I always set my alarm at nine and I got up and looked and it was a little foggy, but I mean, eh, you know, towards I'm, I'm on Mount Branson towards Kirbyville a little bit. So it wasn't that bad. Uh, but the temperature was still like right below freezing. So we've had some of this freezing fog things going on, which is bizarre. Um, so, and, and even yesterday, the forecast high was like in the low 40s and then they kind of backed it off to around 41 then they backed it off to like 40 and i texted Corey, and i said you know if this if these clouds don't break we're not going to get out of the 30s and we didn't get out of the 30s we didn't even get out what was that? 34 35 yeah barely above freezing yeah see that that's crazy and that and that's why i've been putting in our in our uh uh posts on on the on the facebook page is like you know if we get some Sun, yeah, the temperature is going to rise. And all morning today, uh, we we had clouds and clouds. And I got a text from my mother about 10, 30 or eleven. She goes, "The sun is shining." It's like I don't. There is no sun here. And her temperature rose quickly. It was like forty five degrees once that sun came out, like eleven o'clock. And then finally, the sun came out here, and I saw the temperature going up. But my gosh, yeah. And and that's and we're gonna have some clouds. We're gonna kind of stay. Uh, a little bit, uh, stay in the uh, good zone for a, a while. Temperatures are going to be rising. Uh, we got this southeast wind. We are going to uh, pump these temperatures on Tuesday. We got the high, uh, projected high for Branson's about 52 or is it 55 now? It's like f- in the 50s. Somewhere around and there. And then Wednesday is going to be insane. We got that wind coming in. 65 degrees for the high on Wednesday. What in the world is going on? That is crazy. Yeah, Uh,
2: I had some of my patients asking last night. They're like, will they have school? Will your kids have school today? Because they just knew that, you know, we had the bad weather the other day. I'm like, oh, roads are fine. I'm like, it's supposed to be in the 50s today.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I kept telling people. It's like, you know, if we just get that. (laughs) It's a playground here at Our Weather Podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> trying to get to my snacks. Trying to, trying to do it discreetly. <laughs>
0: We're knocking everything over. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about this. Okay. We've had, in 48 hours, we basically had all seasons.
2: Yeah. I What's mean, the Facebook post, the meme, the...
0: Oh, like the timeline and everything? No, or there was one
2: that was like, I checked in safe from... Oh, literally oh, listed. Yeah, the blizzard. Thunder, <laughs> lightning, snow, apocalypse, whatever.
0: It's just crazy. I mean, we had severe weather. Well, at one
1: time we had five different alerts for the Branson area on our web page, and it was taking up the entire page of oh, our, of our my website.
2: Oh like storm, let's see what, what was tornado, it? Yeah, it was
1: flash flood. At the time, it was
2: winter weather mix,
1: winter weather advisory, uh, flood, flash flood watch, flash flood warning, uh, tornado watch, and severe thunderstorm warning. It was, and I I screenshotted it. Oh my gosh! So.
2: <laughs> I mean, that was Holy like the cow. true Missouri weather. Right I just there. think
1: if we were at the changing of the seasons, what a m- great
0: definition of a master blaster that would have been. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because yeah, because we had the severe weather coming in, right. uh, tornadoes. Which I want to get to the tornadoes in a minute, uh, and then like within six hours, in temperature. Pew.
2: And people didn't believe it. Like we had res- uh, visitors coming in, and they were saying something about the, the roads being bad in the morning when I got off or whatever and huh. they're like, oh, it's not going to do that. They're like, it's 60 degrees outside. We're having storms. I'm like, but that's the thing. It's going to get colder. It's like, it's going to drop and they're like, oh, I don't see it dropping that fast. I'm like, well. <laughs>
0: well, and you look at him and say, you ain't from these parts. It's are like you? <laughs> Missouri saying,
2: hold my beer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and, and I'm thinking back, we had
1: severe, a severe weather event with tornadoes in October I don't know about November but we did in December and we did in January. It's like it's like an early spring and it's just
0: it's just uh it really is and especially down south like in uh, Alabama and Mississippi yeah. they are getting clobbered down here. We this one just happened to kind of you know, skirt us over here. Uh I found out this evening and I think I texted you right before the podcast. Uh, the National Weather Service has been out uh, analyzing and assessing things, they now they've had two confirmed tornadoes. Now there are three confirmed tornadoes. Uh, the first one, uh, I'm looking on their page right now. You can always go to uh, weather.gov/springfield, and right at the top, they can uh, they have all sorts of news headlines, and this is on there. Uh, they said uh, northeast Springfield going through Stratford. Uh, the, uh, the summary says the Stratford. Tornado touched down just east of Springfield and east of Highway 65 on East Mill Street. Tornado then tracked to the Northeast Crossing East Division. Hmm. As the tornado approached Interstate 44, damage was sustained to an automobile service building. The service building lost a couple of overhead doors, and two box trucks were overturned. Damage to the roof was also sustained. And they're saying the tornado was on the ground for 11 minutes along a seven-mile path and was... Rated an EF1, uh, estimated wind peak wind speeds of 98 miles an hour. Whew, nice. Now I remember that. Uh, the second one was uh, southwest uh, to north of Fair Play, Missouri. Uh, this one was a little bit stronger, still an EF1, but estimated peak winds of 110 miles per hour. Uh, summary says the Fair Play tornado touched down southwest of Fair Play. Shortly after touchdown, the tornado completely destroyed a manufactured home. The Torino then continued tracking to the northeast. It would pass just to the west and northwest of Fairplay before crossing Highway 123. It lifted just to the west of Highway 13 uh, into the north of 380th Road. Hmm. So that was on the it says tornado was on the ground for 14 minutes along an 8.8 mile path, and the one that they just uh, does it say the width of these things. Uh, actually, yes, the the one I just talked about the maximum width was 50 yards, and the one uh, the first one that went through Stratford was 75 yards, and and cool. those are considered small, but if you look at a football field,
1: yeah, how many yards? They're not really foot- small. Yeah, a w- football is 100 yards, so... Uh, the that, whole field? That's the half of a field right there, for the, of the width of the tornado. Wow,
0: 75 is three quarters of right. a football field right.
1: circulating. Oh, that's big. Yeah, I mean, but they wow. get a lot
0: bigger. Well, yeah, if you're talking EF5, you're talking... What was that, El Reno? Two and a half miles oh, yeah. or two miles? Can you imagine? I I still d- just... It blows my mind that a rotating column of air... Could extend two miles. I just—that's just beyond my comprehension. It's—it's it, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, okay, so the the new one that they just uh, confirmed was near Cross Timbers in Hickory County. So that was—that's quite a ways away. Uh, estimated is that, <coughs> is that north me. of Springfield? Uh, Maybe a couple of counties north. Is, is Hickory? I don't know my north counties. Let's see on Highway CC. Uh, I don't know. You you, you, you look it up. I see. Well, Cross Timbers, it says Highway 65. I bet that's up north. Uh, If it's
1: near Highway 65, it has to be north of Springfield. Yeah, okay.
0: It says the tornado touched down a few miles southeast of Cross Timbers on Highway CC. The tornado then tracked to the northeast before quickly lifting. Uh, Along the path of the tornado were numerous trees snapped or uprooted, minor roof damage to two homes, and an outbuilding completely destroyed. Uh, tornado produced EF1 damage with maximum winds of 100 miles an hour, max width of 100 yards. So that's the football field. Football field. Uh, the tornado was on the ground for just three minutes and along a 1.6 mile path. So that was a quickie. But it it but snapped. It. Those tornadoes hate those outbuildings. You know. You know. Almost every summary <laughs> I read, they're they're doing damage to outbuildings. You yeah. know, or, or, or trucks or whatever. So yeah, that's that's just insane. Uh, and then after that, I mean, you know, the temperature. Dry- and I think some people were actually thinking, oh well, you know, it's all over now. Now we're going to get back to normal weather. But what they didn't realize is within twelve hours we're going to start getting winter. <laughs> well, if they would follow us, they would they would have known that. That's true. And we got a bunch more likes. We're Did at we? twenty two thousand now. It's like yes, yes. Oh. Here, let, wait. Where's my where's my applause? There. Twenty-two thousand. Thank you for all of our all of our likes, uh, our followers, and stuff. We are here doing. Whoop! whoop that's not right. I keep hitting the <laughs> hype train. No, no, this is not hype train yet. <laughs> <laughs> I got to re-upload that thing on my drops. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this big rain event that that you know we got officially, Branson got three point one two inches of rain, but here at Storm Dur headquarters. I got four point four eight, so four and a half inches of rain. And we got
1: we got three quarters of an inch on Thursday. So
0: of that was on Thursday. Was yeah, yeah. Part of that, that was so three three quarters. So really three point seven five, basically.
1: We got a little bit on Saturday, but not not a whole lot. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it was a
1: three day deal.
0: Yeah, I, I looked uh, on, on, on our uh, weather station. We have daily. Is it daily, weekly, event, monthly, and yearly? Is that what it is? Yeah. I haven't looked at the thing in a while. I, I did learn how to reset it. <laughs> so I reset the. I the like thing. the uh, rain hour, hourly rate feature. That's really cool. Because at one point
1: we were getting like over an inch an hour rate. Oh, I saw three inches an hour at one <gasps> oh, you point. Did? yeah. Over oh, three inches, gosh. almost four.
0: Oh, man. It was just
1: pouring that night
0: it really was poor i slept like a baby and it, i mean it which is weird because when it's thundering i generally can't sleep i guess i was just like really 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 tired or something uh okay so we got that now branson i tried to get a uh, what a, a, a slow motion video like with the bit we the mm-hmm. snowflakes the size of size of teacups were coming down remember that i thought that's really cool so i tried to get a slow motion video of all that and it didn't really turn out so i erased it But got sleet, got some freezing rain, got some big snowflakes, and we got lots of reports of huge snowflakes. I had some big ones. I you got them too. Didn't last too long though. No, we didn't get any accumulation out of it. I mean, there was. I would say, uh, if I were guesstimating, I'd say about a half inch of sleet accumulation, which is kind of what they were saying. Uh, half inch of sleet on the car. There wasn't, I mean, I, I didn't get any snow out here. By
1: Saturday night, my car doors were completely frozen shut. I had some oh, no trouble getting them open.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, why were you out driving anyway? Taking my I wife to, go to, go to work. work. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just don't slip on the ice. You did that one year. You have it on your Facebook page. I've ba- done that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. time I went into labor. Yeah, yeah not good <laughs> uh let's see uh oh yeah warmer weather is returning by the way uh gonna our winds have turned to the southeast we're in this really strange pattern right now um you would think we were in january weather that's going to be cold but we get these and we actually said this cory back in uh, november you know i i it got a little bit a little bit warmer we're going to have these cold dips but then smack we're going to go right back up and that's exactly what's going to happen we're you gonna- know if
1: if you came at me and said hey this isn't january it's early march or mid march i i'd believe you because this is the it's going to be 65 degrees tomorrow you know and it no, was 65 yeah. yeah it was 65 or 68 degrees uh, on on last friday when for the storms hit. for the
0: storms hit, yeah so yeah it feels like march it, it really does. Or, or, yeah, like early March. Because now this now on, on, on Thursday, we're going to get another front come through. Temperatures are going to be knocked back down into the 40s. And I looked at the normals. Uh, you find this interesting, Corey uh, and Shara. I didn't mean to just dis- uninclude you. You're over there, like, taking everything in, I know. But the normal high for today is 42 degrees. But starting tomorrow... The normal high raises to 43 degrees, so we are now going to be, you know, slowly, but now starting get, to get that normal high back up, and that's going to last about ten well,
1: that's days. That's interesting because I always think of January and February being the coldest months Especially
2: of the colder year, colder than December. And- Ex-
0: yeah, exactly. Because I, I think I looked at the normals, and it's I think the 28th or something we start going up to 44, so now we're yeah. going to kind of kind of get back up there.
2: I think to the years that we've gotten snow in April and May.
0: Especially that May 4th year. That, yeah. That, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I don't think we're going to do, I don't think we're going to have winter anymore.
2: You just, I miss having a good snow to play in. I just want one.
0: I've said it every just year. One good snow. One, like six, eight, nine inches snow, kind of paralyzed for a couple of days. And I've the, got
2: kids that have never been sledding and don't know what it is. Cause... Well,
0: yeah, G- Gilly, Jillian, Gillian, mm-hmm. she's never seen snow.
2: She was. I mean, real snow. One.
0: Yeah, we had a snow when she we was. We had one. a good
2: snow when she was one, so she doesn't remember About it. About five inches. Or um, oh yeah. But we took her out. And we have
1: video of her
0: sledding. We that, sledded. That was in it.
2: the front yard for a few minutes, but like I said, she was a baby, so she doesn't remember it.
0: Yeah, and Griff has never seen. <clears throat> yeah, he's anyway. never seen snow. Yeah, I we we may not even we we may not even get there. Well, the GFS I looked at long ranges and stuff. the the, the GFS is saying. <sighs> You know we're gonna go back down, but then warm back up. But a, a general cooler period starting around the 21st, which is today's the 13th, so the 21st is next week. But more typical of our January weather. I mean, we're not we're not looking at anything that's way down below zero. I mean, everybody's complaining about you know we got to have this cool, really cold weather for a while to kill all the bugs and stuff. I mean, that's I think that was November. Was that the really cold month in November? Yeah, we we, we had a couple of cold spells.
1: But, yeah, but we but, need to
0: get into winter. You know, you
1: know all know. those ticks are still alive in in, in those leaf piles. Ugh, that's why I don't
0: want to sure. go out and play disc I golf. Think it was
2: <laughs> two thousand. I don't remember what year it was now. On my Facebook, it pops up, but we had a winter that was just bitter cold for weeks. I mean, it was like four and five outside, and wow. that was just the daily. And we got used to it. I mean, like your body gets used to it. So then when it hits 30, you know, we all want to go outside without coats and heat wave.
0: Exactly. And I was listening to my, excuse me, my, my, my doctor podcast. I have several doctor podcasts and that's, that's what they were saying. It's like, it's when you're, you and you live in Colorado or living in these higher elevations where you're used to that. Yeah, when it gets 50, 60 degrees, you're like sweating and you mm-hmm. want to take, you know, just wear your short sleeve shirts. But oh, in it,
2: Florida, if it gets down into the 60s, they're freezing to death. They're
0: freezing. You know, they want to put their fleece pants on and <laughs> start salting the driveway in case we, you know, need some, it's <laughs> some icing up or whatever. But yeah, so I think, now this is my gut feeling and I'm going to ask Corey this, this same thing. This is my gut feeling. I think we're going to have an Average end of January, but I just have this feeling that we're going to get a snow in February. I hope you're right. Just ju- just one, but something that, that's substantial, like more than three inches. So, what do you think, Corey? Um,
1: I've been feeling that for a while. Mm-hmm. Why have I been feeling that? It's just a gut thing. I don't, there's no... Scientific backing for that, really. I know the precipitation is either equal or above.
0: Well, that's the climate prediction center, right? right. So, but what are you thinking? What, what, your personal gut feeling? I think we're due, and
1: yeah, and, and it just. February is, is is the prime month for snow, if it's going to happen. Yeah. See, I would think January, but I'm just
0: starting to feel February being kind well, of Well, and icy. isn't it
2: usually around the father-daughter dance that we've had bad weather and they've had to postpone and...
0: Well, they've had ice and stuff, but I mean, I'm thinking snow.
1: It's coming up on February 8th, so if they have to cancel, if, there's a lot of... Unhappy little girls in Branson. They always,
2: yes. I mean, they, they make it up. They have it the next day. Yeah. Year. But not ki- the same. But, but it'd
0: be like. kind of nice because when you're young and you look forward to something, it takes it's forever. It's not the same because all the
1: dads <laughs> who are off in February with the shows are
2: not able to get off not a, in a, in a,
0: There you go. In March, mm-hmm. they're busy. That's true. Oh, you mean they would postpone it a month? Yes, they did. A couple years ago,
2: they had it in March because that thing the rec fills
0: up, so they have to really. Oh, so they couldn't just do it next week or something. Oh, they had they
2: did it March tenth, or I mean, it was like a good month later. So there was a lot of dads that didn't get to go.
0: That's awful. Well, I don't have children, so I'm I'm good with that. Although I do have my kind of grandson who was here last week with my friend Marilyn and her business partner Joy. We had a, a, a good 100th episode, so uh, I wish you were here. I was, I was going to pipe you in, but you, you texted and said, I have no voice. I had no a voice. sore throat. You had no voice. It's like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll we just do this. We had
2: puking and kids. And...
0: It wasn't good. No, I was saying stay away from the studio. <laughs> you know, I want to make sure everybody... You everybody's didn't want able, any part of that. No, I don't want... My no. oldest
2: was, was supposed to come to town and get a haircut, and... He found out we were all sick, and he's like, I'm coming next week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best thing. you know. And the flu, I mean, the flu's pretty, is it rampant now? It's just now?
2: starting to come out.
0: Really? Because I think Arkansas, I heard on the news, Arkansas is like massive high. and then, It hasn't you know,
2: been our worst year for it by far, but it's oh, yeah. just now really starting to get positive flu tests.
0: Wow. Well, well, I hope my flu shot will continue. I got it at the end of October, so it'll go through. It's good to mark. Well, and avoid everybody. That's what I say. Avoid everybody. But anyway, what I was saying. We, do you, we do had, you wipe down your cart at Walmart? I do not wipe down the cart. I do, but the first thing I do is after I get back in the car, I've got got my my hand sanitizer, and I do that. And then when I get home, I undo everything, I have to do the, 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 the wash my hands. I mean, I've been you know knock on mm-hmm. desk, <laughs> you know everything's doing going. Uh, So far, I worry about my mother because she's allergic to eggs, and she hasn't had a flu shot ever, and she's, so far, has been, she's avoided it. But she's like me. She's a hermit. Do all of them have eggs?
2: They're cultured in, they do have one. They've come out with some. They come out with like
0: a combat or something like that? The
2: nasal one, I'm pretty sure, is not cultured in eggs. Uh,
0: Well, I've talked to my mom about it. She goes, you know... I've lived this long, and I'm doing good, so I'm yeah. not going to worry about I mean, about I like, think
2: they took that into play a couple years ago. of Good. So they've fixed it to where people even with an egg allergy.
0: Okay. You hear that, Mom? I know she she listens to this all the time. So you have a nurse telling you. Our oldest
2: her. was allergic to eggs, and so he always got his still.
0: Grant's is allergic
2: to eggs, too? Well,
0: she he's kind of grown there. out of that one. Oh, Okay. Well, and Ma, I mean, she doesn't have anaphylaxis or anything. I mean, she, and he
2: didn't either with eggs.
0: Uh, yeah, I but mean, she, can I'll, make cookies, I'll make cookies. I'll make cookies because cookies have eggs, and she'll eat more than she probably should <clears throat> uh, at one sitting, and then she'll start getting like the itch around her eyes and stuff. But that no. was his. He
2: usually just broke out in hives or would get oh, sick okay. to his stomach.
1: Man, I broke out last night.
0: Really? We
2: still don't know what from. My
1: eyes almost swelled shut last night, up until two o'clock today. They were so puffy, and I say your eyes look kind of kind of puffy a little it bit. Was, they were; it was painful. It wasn't just itchy; it was painful.
0: I don't know what I got myself into, but it
1: was. Well, I'm dish. glad you
0: told me that because I'm going to lice all the entire desk when we. When we, get, I don't <laughs> have pink eye. No, it's okay, I know eye. that. <laughs> no, I got, that, that's I got good. into
1: something last night. I don't know what it could have been,
0: but I, you know, we do that. So my eyes will just—it's like what what flew through the air, you know. And we have all these fast weather. Uh, patterns going on i mean stuff that's blooming down in texas I, people don't realize this in spring it could still be below you know freezing here and our vegetation hasn't really started yet but we get these strong southwest winds blowing pollen from stuff out in texas it will affect people in oklahoma and missouri in arkansas it's just it's just crazy well that's why they make claritin so there you go a lot of
1: times it's smoke that'll do that to me from from, oh really brush fires we've had had, a few of those i hmm. had my fireplace going earlier that day and then maybe that was something to do with it Hmm. it's never bothered me before but uh it was bad no well she she told me about it before i felt it she said something's not right with your
0: eyes yeah well you can kind of tell i mean i can tell you're kind of puffy a little bit well that's why they make benadryl i guess i guess Anyway, last week we were talking about we. I thought it was really funny. I didn't know if you heard the podcast last week, but uh, Joy and and Marilyn both were just fascinated about weather balloons. So uh, and I couldn't remember. I I could remember a couple of things, but it's been so long since we have done the weather balloon weather school. I thought, oh shoot, I got to listen to that again. And I thought we're going to just do it this week. So Logan, Joy, and Maryland, uh, here is the weather school all about. Weather balloons. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service just said there will be a special weather balloon launch due to the potential of some severe weather developing later today. What's a weather balloon? A weather or sounding balloon is a type of high-altitude balloon that carries instruments aloft to send back information on atmospheric pressure, temperature, humidity, and wind speed by means of a small, expendable measuring device called a radiosonde. A radiosonde is a battery-powered telemetry instrument that measures various atmospheric parameters and transmits them back by radio to a ground receiver. Radiosondes on weather balloons can be tracked by radar, radar direction finding, or navigation systems such as GPS. Balloons that are meant to stay at a constant altitude for long periods of time are known as transosondes. Weather balloons that do not carry an instrument pack are used to determine upper-level winds and the height of cloud layers. A radiosonde that is dropped from an airplane and falls, rather than being carried by a balloon, is called a drop dropsonde. Specialized radiosondes are used for measuring particular parameters, such as determining the ozone concentration. The balloon itself produces the lift, and is usually made of a highly flexible latex material, though chloroprene may be used, and the radiosonde hangs at the lower end of the string. The balloon is usually filled with hydrogen due to lower costs, although helium can also be used. The ascent rate can be controlled by the amount of gas which with the balloon is filled. Weather balloons may reach altitudes of 25 miles or more, limited by the diminishing pressure causing the balloon to expand to such a degree that it disintegrates. A parachute Attached to the end of the balloon allows the radiosonde to fall slowly to the ground at speeds less than 22 miles an hour, after the balloon bursts. Each radiosonde contains a mailing bag and instructions on what to do if you find one. About 20% of the 75,000 radiosondes sent up each year in the U.S. are found and returned. These instruments are fixed and reused, saving the government money. For lower altitudes, a smaller ceiling balloon is used to determine the altitude of cloud bases, and for much higher altitudes, sounding rockets are used, and for even higher altitudes, satellites are used. Weather balloons are launched around the world for observations used to diagnose current conditions as well as by human forecasters and computer models for weather forecasting. About 800 locations around the globe do routine releases twice a day. Some facilities will also do occasional supplementary special releases when meteorologists determine that there is a need for additional data between the 12-hour routine launches in which time much can change in the atmosphere. One of the earliest documented uses of weather balloons was by a French meteorologist, Léon Tesserinck de Boer. He was actively launching weather balloons as early as 1896. His work was instrumental in the discovery of the tropopause and the stratosphere. Because de Boer's work was so instrumental, he was honored by having both a crater on the moon and a crater on Mars named after him. In the early 1900s, a meteorologist and geophysicist by the name of Alfred Wegner used weather balloons to perform experiments which led him to discover the continental drift theory. He published his theory in 1912. His theory was met with a lot of resistance and wasn't accepted until the 1960s, more than 30 years after his death. He has also been honored by having both a crater on the moon and a crater on Mars named after him. James Van Allen, who would later discover our Earth's Van Allen belts, also performed many important weather balloon experiments in the 1950s. Time magazine honored him as Man of the Year in 1960. Imagine what you could discover by launching your own mission to the edge of space. Weather balloons are typically manufactured from latex. Latex is a natural substance found in many plants. Plants use latex as a defense against herbivorous insects. This milk-like liquid can be extracted from trees much like maple syrup is extracted from maple trees. Once the latex is naturally extracted, it is spun in a mold in the shape of the balloon and cured. Each balloon is then inflated and inspected for leaks and defects before being shipped out to distributors and customers. A little fun fact, in July of 1982, truck driver Larry Walters tied 42 weather balloons to a lawn chair with the goal of flying out of Los Angeles following the wind currents over the desert and coming to rest safely in the Rocky Mountains. The balloons had more lifting power than Walters bargained for, however, and within minutes his flying lawn chair had shot up to a chilly 16,000 feet. Thankfully, Walters had an air gun aboard, and he was able to shoot out a few of the balloons, descending safely into a backyard in Long Beach, California. It's nearly impossible to predict the weather without knowing the conditions of the upper atmosphere. It may be sunny and quiet at sea level, but at 18,000 feet, a weak storm system could soon turn into something more dangerous. By sending up regular squadrons of balloons to measure the conditions of the upper atmosphere, meteorologists can keep tabs on brewing storms. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
2: Stormdar Weather School.
0: And there you have everything you need to know about weather balloons. And if you find one, put it in the mailbox, because the National Weather Service can recycle those things. Okay, it's time for our next segment, which is in other news. So, Corey, do you got something something over there? Uh, Let's talk a little bit about El Nino. Ooh, El Nino. Is El Nino back? Uh, What do you know? No, No.
1: okay. (laughs) Well, technically we're in a a neutral pattern. Mm -hmm. But, and I say but, right now we're just a little above average. Those ocean temperatures are just a little above average. Ooh, okay. So what that means is not so much. Right now it's... uh, 0.5 0.5 degrees Celsius above what it should be. Okay, just a little bit. Now, me. that normally would be in small El Nino uh, type of uh, leaning more towards an El Nino, mm-hmm. but what that, they have to make sure that sustains for at least three months. Yeah, yeah. It's sustained for a month right now. So, it's something
0: that we're going to have to watch. Okay. Because I, I remember they were saying it was supposed to continue through January. I mean, the L- Nada stage, the neutral stage. So, now it's just a little bit above.
1: Yeah. 0.5 degrees Celsius above normal
0: is in the El Nino threshold. And it's, okay. So, we got to wait till March, I guess. But we to have see. to.
1: It requires more than a couple months of above average sea temperatures t- to determine whether it's, you know. An actual okay. thing.
0: So we watch. could be going back into we El Nino. We could be. Interesting. It's something to watch. Something to watch. We have to put that in the category something to mm-hmm. watch. Well, maybe in the next couple of weeks, I'll have to start checking out that uh, El Nino update. I mean, we're not. I mean, if something dramatic happens, we'll bring back that segment. But yeah, it's kind of been in there. And that really could affect spring. So, hmm. And this was a headline
1: story on Weather Nation this morning. So. I figure, you know, they oh, well, think it's something. important that it needed to be mentioned. So.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, because we, it, I mean, we're we're in winter, but you know, spring is just a couple of months away. A meteorological spring is a month and a half away. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Um, six
1: weeks until meteorological spring. Well, my gosh, it feels like we're already there with the storms we've been having. And that's what
0: you're saying. <laughs> it's just a, this crazy stuff going on. You know, the GFS, I I know it's long range, so it's just eye candy right now, but but there, there's a, this little thing moving through what the GFS says cuz it goes out 384 hours, but it said something moving through this weekend, going to get, you know, some rain Thursday night into Friday, showers likely and then maybe into early Saturday morning, but from there to the end of the year, I, I don't see anything, and I checked the thermal profiles, and that's what I said earlier. It, it you know m- pretty much a normal. So I don't know. We'll see if the other models kind of latch onto it or whatever. Um, I got something in other news I thought was very interesting. <coughs> As I cough, the GOES satellite geostationary. What or oh, crap? What is geo geo?
1: Geostationary Orbital... Or,
0: orbital Environmental Satellite. satellite. Is that so. Orbital? Orbital. I think so. Why Would not? you look that up? Because that's that's bugging me. Because I, I know what like GOES stand for. Geostationary Orbiting... Okay, I'm going to wait.
1: Geostationary Operational operational Satellite. Okay,
0: operational. That's what I thought. Okay. I need to brush up on my GOES satellites here. Oh, I give that a bad... Wait, I got to... Okay, that was a bad on me. Okay, geostationary operational environmental satellite. Um, we've had some news in the past uh, couple of years. We've had a couple of new ones. We've had GOES-16 and GOES-17, which are uh, much, much higher resolution. They've got a lot more functionality to them than GOES-14 and GOES-15, which were uh, in, in manufactured uh, several years ago. So the whole idea of GOES-16 and GOES-17, which is basically GOES-R and GOES-S, uh, have been experimental until last year, and then they went into operation. And now they are considered GOES-East and GOES-West. And that's where we get all this fantastic um, uh, imagery. I mean, the you know, the fires and this 4K uh, cloud imagery and stuff we we've shown there before, but those replace goes fourteen and goes fifteen, satellites. which only had a life
1: expectancy of ten years. 14 oh, okay, and fifteen.
0: Yeah, a uh,
1: ghost fourteen was was launched on uh, June twenty seventh, two
0: thousand nine. Oh, so it was about the end of its life then.
1: Yeah, well, it has more <laughs> life, but now that we have, it's not just a life expectancy; it's a a new technology which becomes available for the next version. Gotcha, because it's it's amazing what the new ones can do compared to the old ones. Oh my in gosh! Just ten years.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I'm sure you know. In another ten years, we're gonna have some more stuff. But you know, you, you,
1: you hear about all these weather satellites. Do mm-hmm. you know who manufactures these satellites? Who makes these satellites? Boeing. Yeah, isn't that amazing?
0: I mean, Boeing. Anything it has to do with rockets and uh, Boeing makes does the rocket stuff, doesn't it too?
1: Well, I just you know they're. they're, they're Am I they're, right? They're is the, it Boeing? They're the
0: jet airplanes that yeah Boeing something is. goes in there. All I hear is Cape Canaveral and yeah and and rockets. Yeah, and stuff. You, a
1: lot of times you think satellites, NASA, you know a little bit, you know. Yeah,
0: hmm. and all that. Yeah, we need to do a podcast on on the rockets and stuff because there's lots of cool things on rockets to get those satellites up there. Yeah, it's it's a long. Long process and the technology is not. They're,
1: they're expensive.
0: Oh yeah, I don't. The press release doesn't say. Uh, like how Do you have the cost of a satellite on there? I mean,
1: I'm looking here at at, at fourteen and and I don't see a price or a cost.
0: Uh, but well, let me read this press release and you look for cost of that. Especially you know fourteen through seventeen, they, or whatever.
1: Fourteen <clears throat> weighed seven thousand pounds.
0: Wow. That's heavier than my car. It's probably bigger than a bread box, too, I think.
1: <laughs> it's up there, 22,228,000 miles. Which is above, geostationary yes. orbit. It's mm-hmm. 23,000 miles above the Earth's surface. Yeah, it's, yeah, That's where they're
0: normally placed. They, they get it up there. Uh, but NOAA released a uh, press release regarding GOES-14 and GOES-15. They're getting ready to put those... Satellites and what they call orbital storage. I think maybe that's where I got "orbital" instead of "operational." So here is the press release um, <clears throat> quote: "In a way, A officials have announced plans to power off the GOES-15 satellite and place it into orbital storage by January 31st, 2020. So then in a couple of weeks, since late 2018, GOES-15 has operated in tandem with its advanced, newly launched replacement, GOES-17." As a precaution, while engineers worked on technical issues with the loop heat pipe of the advanced baseline imager, which is ABI, the primary instrument on the satellite, a blockage in the pipe prevented the ABI from cooling property and hindered its ability to collect data during certain periods and hours of the year. Engineers mitigated the issue through operational changes to the ABI in missions operations, including the use of artificial intelligence techniques. Of course, bring some AI in there. To regain capability to collect data during the portion of the affected period. Those efforts have resulted in GOES 17 ABI delivering more than 97% of expected data. So that's 15. And then the one on 14... Uh, NOAA officials also announced GOES-14, which had been providing supplemental space weather instrument operations, will be powered off and placed into storage on the 31st as well. So GOES-16, perched in the GOES-East orbit, is sending more advanced space weather data to NOAA's Space Weather Prediction Center. Additionally, GOES-17 is providing products in a developmental system for space weather, Having GOES-15 in storage allows GOES-17 to operate with sole coverage of the West domain. Able to see the weather, including storms, fog, wildfires at high resolution in the western U.S., Alaska, and Hawaii, and much of the Pacific Ocean. GOES-15 and GOES-14 can be called back into service if either Ghost 17 or Ghost 16 experiences issues.
1: Now, they had to do that with Ghost 14. They had to revert back to the previous one because Ghost 14 got hit by a meteorite one time. Oh, it did. And it was offline for three weeks until they got it, you know, troubleshooted and back online. Whoops. <laughs> I remember that. And Ghost 14 was also very instrumental in in, in the forecasting of uh, Superstorm Sandy. Remember that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay.
1: These are important satellites and they're always you know you hear 16 and 17 which is east and west they're they're doing great and they they're do doing fantastic do the yes. lightning and all kinds of neat things but you know those are up and running but behind the scenes 18 and 19 are already in development and being built they're always working it yeah. takes forever
0: to get these things built and launched oh and my it. gosh well i mean th- to get them built but then you've got to have all the technology to go into right them. and we've got good east-west coverage right now oh yeah it's amazing. so uh and and 4k i mean i posted a uh, uh an, a satellite image yesterday it's a you know that showed clouds over branson but mom was saying we got sunshine it's like we don't have anything here <laughs> so i posted that that cloud thing um for some reason this morning the the satellite yeah. system went down
1: still glitches
0: so, yes yeah, so, well it's like like anything it's like a like a car it's a yeah. machine. I don't know what caused it. I kept getting I get
1: emails to our data provider for our our website mm-hmm. and they're going we as soon as a, a problem arises, I get an email saying we got a problem it goes east uh, ah. it's a it's an onboard problem with the satellite it's not on our end. Right, so it's not something that we can resolve, but they told they 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 would send email updates with each thing that would arise, each issue that would arise. So I knew exactly what the problem was, how they were going to fix it, and when it got fixed.
0: Oh, okay, so it's pretty cool. well, I, I mean, so I did that yesterday, but today it's so funny you say that because I was. I was going to to do another image because Mom was saying the sun is shining, and I'm like nothing here, and I had a question mark in the ghost thing, and that's why I texted oh. you. I said I think it, I think stuff's down, and you were probably you probably already knew because you no, kept. I didn't
1: the, know until you texted me. I didn't. Know. Oh really? Yeah.
0: And yeah, because I, I slept
1: way in this morning. So.
0: <laughs> well, because your wife has all these weird that is working exactly hours right. It's like oh. But, yeah, I mean, I I thought, well, is it with our website or is it with NESTIS or with, you know, GOES or whatever? So I went to the actual GOES site, and then that's where I saw they said, yeah, yeah, we got issues. But it should be back by the afternoon. So I don't know if they're back or not. See, NASA
1: has problems, but Stormed Our Weather website does not.
0: Isn't that amazing? <laughs> our, our, our website. What what is our website,
1: Corey? It's yeah. stormdarweather.com. Really hard to remember. Yeah. Y- and it has all these uh, the Stormdar Weather Network, which has the potential to go down at any time because we have so many different weather observation stations. But that's true.
0: <laughs> but they work really well. I'm I'm happy with our weather station. We got tons on there. Yeah. I mean, we've got tons. I mean, and uh, and I'm doing some new weather schools. I didn't tell you that, I'm doing new weather schools, so we'll probably start implementing those next week or something. So if anybody has, you know, like I said at the end of the trailer on the weather school, if you've got any ideas, just let me know because I just want to do weather schools on stuff that you all are interested in and, and don't have any ideas. So So I think it's time for the next segment.: It's the weather word of the week. And this week stormed our weather, weather word of the week. We are tossing to Shara. So, what is the weather word of the week?
2: Okay. Let's see if I can say this right. Okay. A sequia? Close?
0: Close enough. I'll give you some. A asa- sequia. Asa- A sequia. A asa- sequia. Asa- asa- sequia. The, 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 the pr- I had to look it up, but the pronunciation I saw online was more a sequia, but then I would have said a sequia.
2: That's what I right. I said a sequia, and he's like, meh. Nee. Well, no, no, I didn't know because. Eh. A sequia.
0: Yeah, it's, it's spelled A C E Q U I A. I pronounce it ditch. Ah, that's good. You from Nozarks. <laughs> so, Shara, so what is uh, a
2: sequia? sequias are gravity driven waterways. Similar in concept to a flume, most are simple ditches with dirt banks, but they can be lined with concrete.
0: Yes. And that's just an abbreviated... Yeah, it's a ditch. (laughs) So if you want to impress your friends...
2: Look, an asequia. Assequia,
0: look, there, yeah, I got some right out, right out in front of, uh, front of my Sounds yard like a and...
1: tree. What's that park in uh, Springfield? Oh, Sequiota. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> my favorite park. I love that place. It yes, There's a cave and water coming out of the cave, and you can.
0: So
2: you can tell your kids cave. to go clean out the asequia Ooh, and watch nice. them go outside, clean the leaves and out, ponder what the heck they're supposed it's to. It's
0: like what? What? I don't know what they're supposed to. Look it to? up. Google it. Yeah. Yeah, they have their phones. They're always on their phones. Right. I said a aqueous, so look that up. It does sound like a tree or something. Did you it see does? that online
2: where there was a family that, that wanted to take their kids somewhere fun for the day, and the kids were all like, no, we just want to stay home. All their kids ever do is play on their devices or whatever. So they're like, fine, we're still going to go, and we'll take you know, someone that's been good and loyal to us instead. And they took the modem with them for the day no and so then they started posting all these pictures online of the modem in front of the waterfalls and the modem going down the slide <laughs> and all the fun things they want to do with the kids and the kids are at home with nothing to do our
0: kids don't need a modem they have their own phones that's true them. that's hysterical I love that the modem oh my gosh the modem wow well I mean I got the modem here your modem's just like my modem it is. Yep. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to have high speed, 400 speed stuff. So I tell you
1: what. What? I didn't have near what I was supposed to get until I plugged directly
0: into it, and it, it just
1: was just flew exactly what it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have issues with the actual coming. You know, the, the Some, Wi-Fi is different. So, but. Sometimes I get a better, cleaner, faster signal if I'm not on th- a 5G. It's weird. I'll just go to the standard. It's opposite
1: from well, five G is supposed to be really fast. It's fat. Well, five gigahertz. It's not five G. Five G is something different. Well, it says on my little thing when I this is five G. Five G is something that's coming out in the cell phone industry well, that's going to change your life. I think they need to clarify. Like what that is. like a doctor can operate on you here in and if you're. Laying on a table here in Branson, that doctor can operate on you from California yeah, using that's 5G technology. Crazy. That is crazy. But this is a 2.4 gigahertz and a 5 gigahertz. Right. Which is, you know, the 5 gigahertz is faster, but it doesn't spread as far as the 2.4 gigahertz. So f- 2.4 gives you more coverage, but it's supposed to be
0: slower. Anyway, so technically, right here because it's right next to my podcast, the
1: modem right here, so it's not going to affect us one way or the other. Your two point four is plenty;
0: it's probably more than you need. Oh gosh, yes. So yeah, I'm I'm all happy.
2: Sherry, you look bored. No, I love listening about gigahertz (laughs) coverage. So the the only part of that I
0: understood was hurt. Oh, I don't know. I think we're starting to go off the rails now. Well Corey, you got anything else?
1: Um in your I hear we have a chance of possibly some rain coming in this weekend or Friday, Thursday
0: and Friday. Looks like it. Maybe, you know, an inch or so. We'll see. I don't know. You watching the Weather Prediction Center? Right? Well I am. I haven't checked those. I mean what what the, do they say?
1: They're with each update they're painting a little more rain over you know. Really? Right now it's kinda right. over the I forty four quarters the most and then okay. I'm thinking maybe two plus inches, but uh, that's I've, a lot. I've heard uh, Friday morning we may dip below freezing to get a little bit of pres- frozen precipitation yeah, mixed in. I'm not sold on that before yet. it rises by noon and the yeah, it's re- definitely rain.
0: gonna rise. Yeah, I, we'll yeah. See. I, I've heard you know I, I saw one of the TV personalities throw a model depiction up there, and I checked the GFS, and it's he, He used the GFS, right? So, I mean, but there's tons. I mean, there's the warp, there's the herd, there's blah 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 blah. But yeah, I thought, okay, that's interesting. You're using the GFS solution, but again, I'm not completely sold because I looked at the Canadian, and the Canadian keeps all the frozen stuff way up north of Nevada into Kansas City. So, and those Canadians know those. They know the winter weather. Hey, if you're in Canada, it's gonna freeze, right? (laughs) it's totally gonna freeze uh yeah and it it, it, today is monday and we're talking thursday night into friday so we got about five days going on up there yet so shara thank you for joining us on the podcast thank you for
2: having me again
0: coming back yes it's easy to hook up a microphone and just plug you in and have you join in the fun so okay so Corey, i think if you're if you're done i am i'm good let's wrap this thing up then so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdarweather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to Stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather podcast.